Welcome to Season 4 of the Irish Baptist College podcast, Let's Talk. I'm your host, Davey Ellison, I serve as the Director of Training at the Irish Baptist College. Uh, and here at the college, we seek to magnify Christ, advance the gospel, and strengthen the church. Uh, and we do this primarily by training men and women for Christian service in a variety of spheres. Uh, and so in this series of podcasts, we are talking about surviving ministry. Collectively, the college staff team has almost 150 years of ministry experience. This ministry experience is ever-growing as alongside our roles in the college, we continue to be involved in various aspects of ministry in our home churches and the association more broadly. We hope that by sharing something of our experience, we might encourage and equip you to fulfill your ministry, whether that's as a pastor, in missionary service, among women with children and young people, or, or in whatever other way in which you're serving God and his people, we hope that this podcast will be an encouragement to you. Uh, and so to help us with that today is our registrar, uh, Lynette Simpson. So Lynette, thank you so much for joining us uh, today. Try not to look so nervous. It's <laughs> going to be fine. Um, now, we're recording this podcast uh, just a few days after Valentine's Day. And uh, you shared earlier in the week that you had a very romantic evening planned for Valentine's Day. Do you want to share with our listeners what you got up to on Valentine's night? So this is going to make me look bad rather than my husband. But um, I booked my usual monthly hair appointment for Valentine's <laughs> night. Um, my hairdresser had it free and it didn't bother her that it wasn't Valentine's night. And I loosely tried to change it, but it wasn't happening. So I just went with it and didn't really think Paul would be annoyed. Uh, but I think he was probably more miffed than I had expected and disappointed. Um, but in his defence, he took me out for a lovely meal on last Friday night and bought me some nice chocolates and a card. So, Good. yeah, I'm the baddie in this scenario <laughs> this year. <laughs> I just wanted to ask that, the, just the evidence that it's not always men get it wrong. No, Sometimes it definitely do isn't. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Great. Well, look, we're here to talk about um, God leading you into ministry. Now, you operate a very specific ministry here in the college in terms of serving as registrar. Um, although that's not quite what I want to talk about today. What I want mm -hmm. to talk about is your involvement um, in women's ministry, um, which for a large extent, uh, maybe the entirety has been voluntary ministry. Um, so you've never really been paid in that position. Um, yep. So I think people might be interested in this question. So what led you into that ministry? Um, what how did God work in your life, uh, in your heart, to lay it on your heart to okay. be committed to this, especially given it was a voluntary uh, commitment rather yeah. than a paid role? Okay, and it has always been voluntary because I do see it at that aspect as service. Hmm. Um, in some ways, it probably is two sides of the one coin. Uh, before I actually got into maybe women's ministry, um, I would have served in the local church. And being given opportunity there to um, help out in different ministries, whether mm -hmm. missions, children's, maybe reading or praying um, during a service. So I was used to being up front in a sense or being involved, um, maybe even at committee level and that sort of thing. Um, but what led me specifically into women's ministry was... Um, after some time studying uh, the women's ministry course, um, there was an opportuni opportunity to serve on the 
management committee of the women's department in the Baptist Association. Mm. And I was invited to think about coming onto that committee and participating in it. Um, so that's, I suppose, in a sense, what led me initially into women's ministry. Yeah. And then from there, um, just opportunity to speak in different places or to help out in some of its courses around mm. churches. Um, so that's probably how I got into it. Being asked, you know, to come yeah. on, but also on the flip side of that, um, having a passion for God's word and seeing it alive and real every day mm. in my own life and wanting to share that and wanting to enthuse other women yeah. um, that we have this tool at our hands that every day, any time of every day that we can delve into, get guidance, get help, get direction, um, get encouragement, get rebuke as mm. well when we're mm -hmm. completely on the wrong path. And I suppose seeing that in my own life and thinking, you know what, just sharing this with other women. So I, I've had the privilege of maybe doing that in some small way. Good. Good. I think that seems to be similar to everybody. You you have experiences and opportunity to serve and, and then you have others asking you or encouraging you in that direction and the two things Come dovetail. Together. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, but we know that ministry isn't always easy. Sometimes it's difficult and it's hard going. Um, so just wondering what resources have been particularly helpful for you, whether that's in kind of teaching other women or whether that's just been in mm -hmm. you being part mm -hmm. of women's ministry. Mm -hmm. What kind of resources have encouraged you or helped you along the path? Maybe again, like some of the other um, people on your podcasts, I do look back on the godly faithful teaching of pastors that I mm. have um, enjoyed and learned from over the years just in my local church. Um, maybe they've been doing a particular series or looking at a particular aspect of doctrine, but I suppose that has given me the foundation for yeah. my biblical knowledge. Um, mm. Outside of that, probably um, my own personal study, um, just reading the Word of God, something that I um, have done a number of times and value and what I'd encourage everybody to do is to read the Bible from cover to cover. Mm -hmm. um, Amen to that. <laughs> I, it is, um, it could be hard, and it is hard going, yeah. there's no yeah. denying it. Yeah. Um, and some books are easier than others, some books yeah. are more interesting than others. But just getting an overview of the whole Bible, and I've even... Um, to vary my reading of the Bible in different years. I've done it chronologically or, mm. or different plans. But even just to see it chronologically is fresh yeah. um, and revealing and insightful. And, and I find that helpful. Um, so my own personal studies, and sometimes I, I'm maybe caught or attracted to a particular character. And I think we a lot of us do have our own mm -hmm. favorites in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And just studying in more depth those characters and learning how and seeing how God has worked in their lives yeah. um, has been a tremendous help and encouragement and just foundation for me in my walk. So, um, so that, but there have been, yes, there are other conferences. Look, we are so privileged here, even in Northern Ireland or in the UK or um, 
in many countries where we have lots of resources, yeah. whether that's books, podcasts, um, different um, helps online, conferences that are held nearby that we can go to. And I suppose mm. some of the ones that are close to me that I've had the privilege and benefit of going to would be maybe the Baptist Women's Conferences, which are held each spring. Yeah. Um, they, they've been a help just with different speakers and topics. Uh, NEMA, which is held in November each year nearby. Um, or the Irish Women's Convention, which is mm. held in Belfast again each year. So they're just three of the conferences that I have found helpful. Um, different Christian books as well. Again, we're privileged here to have the Bible in our own language, yeah. but also commentaries <clears throat> and helpful books from many different varied authors. So just maybe dipping into particular books again, maybe on a on a character of the Bible or on a theme of the Bible. That has built up my knowledge. And yes, I can share that. And maybe some of the, the classes that... I help with uh, through the women's ministry or mm. as it is now the women's discipleship course just even reading around the various topics yeah. um, getting more beef for those lectures um, has helped in different topics as well and there's also been an explosion then of um, resources and books for women's ministry in particular or written by women for women yes. do you find them particularly helpful or more helpful than kind of just just books that are kind of for a more general audience or they're both equal or to me I like both yeah um I like both I can't say um I only read female authors um because I don't and I don't think it would be right to just no. read female no. authors um but I do benefit from both and I know Baptist women yeah. again um use a lot of the the well-known female speakers around the world to speak at their conferences or their online Bible studies. Yeah. I mean, we've just um, completed this week uh, the second uh, series of Nancy Guthrie's Blessed, mm. where she's mm -hmm. been going through Revelation. And that was so insightful and helpful. And yes, it might raise some questions. It certainly challenged me yeah. um, how to look at the book of Revelation how to look at end times, how to look at eternity. Yeah. Um, and just the joy and hope there is, even in death and in what mm. can be very difficult or something that we fear and we really don't want to think about yeah. or talk about. But just the hope that there is um, in that book and in the whole aspect of eternity and what the Lord has for us. So mm. I like them all. If they're good, <laughs> I like them all. Yeah, and I think it's really helpful. I just think it's... It's such a great example to have those women teaching and and writing in those contexts, and it's a good example for for other women. Yeah, it's an encouragement, and, and um, it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely, definitely. Well, one other blessing that you've had, and you've mentioned it just a couple of times, um, is that you have done some theological training through the college and in conjunction mm -hmm. with Baptist Women um, through what was the Women's Ministry course and is now the Women's Discipleship course. Um, in what ways did that equip you for ministry? Is there, yeah. is there two or three ways that kind of are the key ones that come to mind? Um it was a varied course, I think. Um, okay. It was specifically geared for women and women's ministry. Yeah. 
Um, so even that in itself um, was helpful just looking at what women's ministry is and how you can contribute to women's ministry, whether you are on a committee, whether you are up front or whether that is not for you and you just go along each week or month to a meeting or whatever, but just being a committed member of that. Yeah. So so that was all helpful. I enjoyed mm. the different modules in it. Um, I enjoyed the different tutors that came along. Um, godly men and women um, who taught the word of God faithfully brought out so much from their particular topic or aspect that they were looking at. Yeah. But people who had maybe years of experience in ministry mm. themselves or um, whether full-time and paid or whether just voluntary and helping yeah. out in church, but just their experience in that uh, and their insight into it, the pitfalls and the blessings of that yeah. um, was helpful. Um, the assignments... Nobody likes the assignments. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about the essays. Nobody really wants to do them. But to do them and to read wider uh, and deeper around the particular yeah. subject or title and research for that really um, expanded my knowledge and mm. just gave me a greater understanding of the Bible and... Yeah how maybe it speaks into different areas of life. I remember one of the, the essays was on trials and difficulties and um, Pastor Val English had taught from the Psalms and from David's life. And mm. just doing the essay for that one module still sticks with me and is a help, you yeah. know, for me in times of trouble, but maybe aspects of it, I can encourage others when they're going through difficult yeah. times. So it was, um, it and others were particularly helpful. Um, so I would always say, do the assignment, do the essay. I, <laughs> I still encourage students today if they're, oh, I don't really want to do the essay. And I'll say, look, just try it. Um, you'll get so much more out of yeah. the course if you try it. And even the practical assessments um, in the women's ministry course as it was then, there would always have been a practical element, whether mm. you did group work and maybe the uh, the the task was to in theory put on an event for the women's group in your church or whether it was maybe prepare your testimony and present it to the group yeah. as part of the assessment all of that um was good training mm -hmm. um and helpful and you might not like to do it and some people don't really don't like to be <laughs> up front more than others yeah but you feel, apart from anything, you feel such an achievement when you've done it. But even just the basic help that that is in everyday life, you know, if you're just drawn alongside one-to-one, -one, sharing mm. your testimony and what the Lord has done in your life, that has been so helpful. You know, that is yeah. helpful, those those basic principles of doing that. Um. So I would say that, do you know, the different aspects of, of that course. Um, also... Being part of the staff team here at the college, I also have the privilege to sit on in some of the undergraduate modules. Mm -hmm. um, and I've just started to do that recently because I think I hear the students talking about different different classes, different modules. Um, so 
some of the lecturers and just what they're getting out of those classes and thinking, oh gosh, I'd love to sit in, in on some of those. So I've had the privilege to do that. I sat in on his um, a class before Christmas with Sarah uh, teaching about Old Testament history. And this semester I'm sitting in on Acts. So mm. it's lovely to get fabulous teaching from godly experienced tutors who really know their subject who have a love for the word of god and know so much more than i do and just sitting listening to them has been a blessing so i'm really enjoying that and hopefully um i can use some of that in what i then impart to others maybe in classes or one-to-one or in church yeah for sure for sure so I want to try and summarize all, all yeah. that. What, what you're saying really is that theological training has poured a lot into you that is then there for you to pour out into others. Is that, yeah, is that a fair I think, summary? Yes. I mean, it's personal in that I want to learn more about yeah. the Word of God. Yeah. I want to be a better child of God, more knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and to grow in my relationship with Him. But it is two-way. I can't just... Take. take i want to give as yeah. well and i think the lord uses that and it is all part of equipping to be yeah, used definitely so um so yeah great two way yeah great excellent um we come to what is possibly now the most difficult question i think uh the so the question is what is the single best piece of advice that you received that you'd like to pass on to others um kind of in in women's ministry or considering being involved in women's ministry not i don't think any of the other guests in the podcast have been able to give one piece of advice i don't think yet um sometimes two or three so what what piece or pieces of advice um would you like to pass on gosh it is hard to put it down to one because (laughs) yeah several come to mind already um Yeah, it's been a privilege having um, other Christians and generally older Christians speak into my life. Um, You know, even just whether it's fellowshipping over a cup of coffee after church on a Sunday or Mm. maybe you have someone to your home for hospitality or, you know, just you bump into somebody and you get chatting. Um, So I do value what other Christians say and some of them stick out my mind where they have said something um that I've thought I've gone away and thought about and still sticks with me today um I remember visiting one missionary out in the field I was on holiday and just happened to to go and visit their church and spend some time with them afterwards the sun was blazing outside the young children were running about and this particular missionary that I'd known from my home church um said to me never say never to the lord Mm. um because that's probably where you'll be called or that's you know never say never to the lord because he will turn it around and he Mm. will use it um even if it's something that you don't want so that's i suppose one piece of just um advice that i'd been given and it's not always easy we always have our own opinions and our own desires Yeah. yeah um but to trust the Lord mm-hmm. and 
on the the spiritual side of that, I suppose the one verse that always um, sticks with me and that I go back to time and time again in relation to, you know, sticking it out in ministry or passing on help to somebody going into ministry would be Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. You know, trust in the Lord with all your Mm. heart. Lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And I think just trust in the Lord even when you don't know what's ahead or don't see what's ahead yeah. or you don't even like what's ahead um, what you where you can see him leading you into and thinking mm, I'm not sure about this or stomping your feet and saying I don't want this you know yeah. but just I think never say yeah. never to the Lord and to trust him because he knows best hmm. I think that's uh, two pieces of it sound advice uh, for sure no that's good that's good um Okay, um, I suppose in, in this final question, I'm going to ask for a little bit more advice, but um, how, how can we best help those who are involved in women's ministry? And I suppose what I'm thinking about is the, the congregation more broadly. Um, so, so, so me as a male in a church, what can I do to help those involved in women's ministry? And just as the church corporately what can we do to mm-hmm. encourage foster enable women's ministry to to grow and to flourish i think to encourage it and that's such a general term in a sense but mm-hmm. to encourage women's ministry in the local church you know times when women can meet together around the word of god studying it together mm-hmm. to set aside those times and to have that in the church diary or calendar is important um I think to encourage the individual, whether that's the committee that runs that in the local church or whether it's an individual trying to get something up and running or whether it's an individual coming along maybe week after week or the occasional week and speaking, Mm. just encouraging them. And I think in church life generally, but yes, in women's ministry, going along, supporting that ministry yourself. Um. Even that in itself is such an encouragement to whoever has put the time into preparing for that meeting. Um, And I I think even on a Sunday for pastors who spend a lot of time during the week privately, quietly working away on a sermon, it's important I just show up on a Sunday Hmm. um, for the women's meeting or for the prayer meeting. It's important that I show up. And there are many the time I feel like sitting in if it's wet and windy outside or I've had a better offer or I'm just tired and I want to stay in. Um, I find myself more and more saying, no, get up and go. And always you feel the better of it at the other yeah, end of for it. Sure, for sure. Um, but I think that that speaks more uh, and is such an encouragement more than we realize. Um, I think praying goes without saying pray for the ministry pray Mm. for the committee maybe who oversees the work for wisdom and guidance and planning um praying for the individual speakers um just that the lord would use them and speak to them and speak to us yeah that it's a given but we don't always do it or it slips our mind but that that's essential um and i think just practically 
helping on and contributing, you know, in women's ministry, maybe going along 10, 15 minutes earlier, setting up the room, mm. setting up the tea and coffee. Um, what can I do to help you so that the speaker or whoever's in charge doesn't always get left to it? Yeah. Um, I think just behind the scenes, helping out quietly, supporting yeah. and encouraging that way. Um, I think we all can play our part, whether it's behind the scenes or or up front and just even prayerfully. Just mm. that's, that's something that we can do ourselves. Nobody else needs to know about but the yeah. Lord. And, yeah. you know, even just encouraging whoever it is that's speaking or leading it up knows that they have your support and encouragement in that way. Yeah. Well, can I throw one more question in that's related to that yeah. final point? <laughs> what what if there there's uh, a woman who is, is leading or has led a women's ministry in a church for a long time or there's a there's a committee and they've done that and they're kind of feeling a bit lethargic in it or kind of feel like they're coming to the the end of the tank uh, they've nothing more to give would you have a word of encouragement for for them just as yeah. they face you know yeah that happens to everybody i think at some stage mm-hmm. whether they've been mm-hmm. going for long enough and they are just tired and jaded and or yeah. whether it's somebody that's just had a discouragement um I suppose Titus 2 jumps to mind, women teaching women, uh, particularly for women's ministry we're talking about here. Just Titus 2, women teaching women, women encouraging women, women drawing alongside women. Um, You may not see it, but you make a difference and you Mm. are making a difference by your work and your ministry, by what you say publicly. And even you may not realize it but just there are people who see what you do and see how you live yeah and who benefit from your words mm. that you may never know of this side of eternity yeah for but sure but the lord is using you and will continue to use you um to make a difference in people's lives yeah so keep going it's for eternal you know benefits yeah, and that's hard. Sure. I know it's hard, but for sure. we need to to keep the long game in sight and Definitely. to keep eternity in our eyes and trust the Lord in it. Yeah, and I think that pointer to the Titus two is really helpful yeah. as well. You know what 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 you're doing is is it's what scripture scriptural? teaches. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's, it's that's so being important. obedient. Yeah. Um, to the Word of God and in such a natural way, in a sense. Yeah. Um, sure. you know. It doesn't have to be up teaching from the Bible at the front. It could no. be going to clean the fridge of a busy mum mm. and or making her a cup of tea or taking the kid for half an hour. Um, but just in those ways, women drawing alongside and, and yeah. seeing God at work in practical ways. So Great. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, Lynette, and uh, for answering those questions so thoughtfully. And uh, we really appreciate that. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Let's Talk. Uh, The Irish Baptist College is committed to training men and women for gospel service here in Ireland and across the globe. If you're interested in preparing for ministry at a theological college that is academically rigorous and vocationally focused, then I want to invite you to explore the opportunities available to study with us at the Irish Baptist College. 
You can do so by visiting irishbaptistcollege.org to find out more. There are also some open events planned for February, and you can see the events page on our website uh, for all of the necessary information. And I am pleased to say that the college is now open for applications for September 2023, and perhaps I'll see one from you. Until next time. Thank you.